The Nebacast is back. Today, we are joined by our new high school principal, Tamara Strauss. For those listening, we are recording during a wind blow. So this shows they can be useful. Let's get into season four, episode three. I'm Brendan Wiseau. I'm Aiden Geeser. I'm Justin Levy. And this is The Nebacast. Um, you've never been on the Nebacast. I have not. Um, we're really excited to be joined uh, by you. We've had a lot of, a lot of big guests. No slight to Mr. Weintraub, but by far, you're the most anticipated guest. <laughs> so uh, we're really excited to have you on. I know I am. Um, Mr. a good guy. Hopefully he's listening right now, but who knows. Um, set the scene a little bit. What in the principal's office, conference, I don't know. Office. Um, nice posters. A lot of information going on here. A lot of books, if you're into literature, come in here. It's kind of like a library in here. Uh, uh, fun fact, I've read every one of those books behind you. Wow. That's just not true at all. I, uh, it is, uh, obviously <laughs> not, the, not the yearbooks. Uh, so like the actual books wow. and all of the binders in there, I have read and consumed all of that material over my many, many years in education. Now, did you bring these books here out of some of these? I 100% wow, have okay. all of those with me. They have traveled to all of my jobs, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Ta- talking about your previous jobs, do you want to tell us a little bit more about what you did prior to being the principal for South? You got it. So right before I was the principal for South, I was the assistant principal at Haverhill High School for four years. Um, I started with the class of 2021, so I had them as ninth graders and then followed them until they graduated. Um, before that, I was a teacher at Lawrence High School and a teacher at a different place. So I've taught, I'm a science teacher. Um, I've taught um biology chemistry from cp courses to ap courses um so i did a lot of after school help and things like that but yeah for sure um how would you say your experience at haver haverhill you know there's an h in there there's an h in there it's far away that's is that why you move to newton says that it's easier to pronounce people like where do you are like seriously they see it's like haverhill newton says a little bit more easier to it is. No, we it do is. get mistaken sometimes for north but that's besides mm, that's oh, true. how would you say oh. um, fun fact i accidentally said north during my final oh. teachers nice yep. and you still got here so that shows and you fun fact i was a student teacher at north wow. uh-huh uh science department the current vp there was my department chair miss winston was the science department chair when i was a yeah when i was a student teacher then many, many moons ago because I went to BC, and that's where I was placed. Talk about upgrade. Um, Also, fun fact, wait, before you ask your question, Justin, um, is my first paying job in education. So because I was a student teacher at North, um, there was a chemistry teacher who still works there who I absolutely love and adore. Um, She told me that she wanted to take a summer off uh, teaching because she was just tired. And so she asked me to teach chemistry at South. So my first paying job in education was a group of, I think, upcoming 11th graders maybe who were taking chemistry at South to get it out of the way. Um, And one of the books back there was a present from um, one of the parents who I taught. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I had a blast with them. They were fantastic kids. Um, but that is my first paying job in education. Yeah. Was at South. So it's like coming back home. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. You got to say something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay. I've interrupted him like four, now five times. So, yeah. No worries. No worries. Do that. All you want to. I guess what I was going to say is how has South been different from your experience in the past in terms of being in education? What stuck out to you as South being? 
different? That could be positive or negative. Um, I don't think different needs to be positive or negative. I think it just can be different. Um, I think the concept of open campus is super new to me. I've never worked in a school um, that has had open campus. So the first couple of weeks of school, every time I saw a kid leaving, I'm like, wait, no, I don't have to say anything. Like they're allowed to do this. Um, at Haverhill, I used to like open the window and yell at kids <laughs> ominously. And they'd be like, we know it's you. Like, where are you yelling at us from? Because they were not allowed to leave. So that is definitely different. And I think that that's interesting to me because I, the one of the positive aspects of that that I see at South is kids are given more freedom at a younger age, but because they have more freedom, I think inherently the students in this building are more responsible. Whether they're responsible for their learning, whether they're responsible that just in being teenagers, whatever it may be, um, I think because of more freedom, they also are more responsible. And that's something that I've noticed. Um, I mean, other than that, to me, you know, Students are students. It doesn't matter where they come from. I think the needs may be a little bit different in this community than they were in Haverhill. Um, but one of like the best things for me happened like two days ago where like a bunch of kids were like, hey, Mrs. Strauss. And I like came back to my office, biggest smile. I was like, Tracy, who's Miss Conley, my um, assistant. I was like, my heart is full. And she's like, why? I was like, cause kids recognize me. <laughs> this is amazing. Cause otherwise it was only Brendan who said hello to me. Cause he's the only one who knew me. Because um, he's that cool. He's that Thank good, right? You. I try. You're welcome. <laughs> but um, so that for me was like genuinely awesome. Like it made my heart smile. Um, but other than that, I would say differences, uh, lots of differences, but at the same time, not any differences because kids are kids. Um, my role is a little different. Um, I now often re reflect, I used to give my, uh, my old boss a hard time and be like, what do you do? Like, I do your job for you. And um, I'm pretty sure Mr. Williams feels the same way. Like, what do you do, right? Because your jobs are just so different that the things that I need to deal with are nothing. I don't have to deal with like logistics. And like I was texting Brendan yesterday about Aspen because it was the first time we were posting grades. And I'm like, yo, I don't know. Like Mr. Williams is like, text Brendan. I'm like, all right, cool. What do you want me to ask him? Um, but, I, but, but like things like that that I didn't have to worry about, I, that I used to worry about, which included like I used to build the schedule for Haverhill High School, which is as big as this school, which is a pain in the butt to do. I'm thankful that I don't have to do that. <laughs> right? I'm like super thankful um, that I'm not building a schedule for 1,850 kids, but I did it. So I did all of the jobs that other people do. Like I've been there, done it, department head, dean, I've done all of wow. those things. Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't have to continue to do that <laughs> because I like the big picture stuff. So I like what I'm doing now and my role is just different. Um, I do for me, I miss the kids. I miss being with the kids. Like my group of like, I had the largest class that Haverhill High School ever had. We started with about 550 and we graduated close to 500. Um, those kids, we were just so close. That piece I do miss. Um, and I think the further you move up the chain in education, the less involved you become with students. And that's the piece that's hard for me because like, like I love this. I love doing things. I love kids. I like. I like to be there and just be around them. And like I said, the best part of my day two days ago was like kids were like calling me by my name and I was like, yes, got it. I know this. People are starting to recognize me. I love it. So yeah. It's such an interesting transparency from last year. I know I've talked about this, but like um, in the past two years, obviously the previous two principals, one was interim, but 
people just really didn't know their names. So they'd walk on the hallways, and like I would say hi to them because I knew them, but really no one else would. And I think it, it goes both ways. Like you obviously want to know the students, and they obviously want to know who you are. And it feels good to be, you know, recognized by the principal or recognized yeah. by people just because that's who's in charge of the school, and that's who mm -hmm. not ultimately making the decisions, but ultimately, you know, has a say of what goes on. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's a good feeling for me too. So that's good. Yeah. Um. And speaking on sort of differences and moving up the chain, what do you? What do you want to do at South? Like, what are your goals going forward? So many goals. I have so many soccer. goals. Um, say that again. I made a terrible joke. You made a terrible joke. <laughs> you said so many goals, and I said soccer. <laughs> it was really only for Justin. It's actually called football, but whatever. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So um, the rest of the world calls it football. That's true, it's true. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Um, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have many, many goals, um, but I think for me right now for this year, one of the top goals is to continue to learn like the community, right? Um, I, I think I've learned a lot already. I feel like I've been here for about six years, even though it's been like three, four months. I don't know how long I've been here, but it feels like I've been here for a long time because I'm starting to get to know people really well, and I'm starting to understand what the community holds kind of uh, near and dear to its heart. Right. So one of the things and like all of like my quote unquote goals that I've shared with like the teachers and the staff is um, continuation of work that's already been done. I'm not here to do anything differently. Like South is a very successful place inherently. And how do we just my goal is to broaden the definition of success. Right. Because I don't believe that success has to be one thing. I think success can 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 take many shapes and many forms. And I use my own family as an example. Um, I'm the youngest of four, and I was always academically very gifted. I was very bright. So when I came home with like a 90, my mom would be like, why don't you have the 100? And I was like, Jesus, I have like a 90. Like, why is this like a bad thing, right? But then my wonderful sister would come home, who's five years older than me, um, and she'd have like a 70. And my mom would be like, yeah, you have a 70. And I was like, I don't, I don't get, like, what? Like, why? Right? But my sister was always very talented in different ways, such as she was an athlete, and she was the athlete of the family, and she went to the Olympics. Oh, God. Wow. For football. Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, and she was a huge field hockey. She's one of the best field hockey players that India's ever produced. But, wow. like, that was her thing. She was an athlete. I was not an athlete. I'm a, I'm a mean tennis player, but I was never an athlete. <laughs> I was more academic. But my mom knew the difference in us and when you're young when you're when you're a young kid and you have siblings i think it's it's hard to figure that out but as an adult like i look back on it and i'm like now i get why my mom did what she did um so for me that's that's really my ultimate goal is that definition of success doesn't have to mean one thing it for brendan it could be different for justin it should be different for aiden it should be different right yeah. so everybody's deaf like my entire family we're all very successful people but none of us do anything that is similar. And we've all taken completely different paths in life. And every single path is okay. Um, and every single, like, we're all, like, at the top of our game, if you, if you will. So for me, I think that would be, like, my ultimate goal. Um, how to get there. Many, many small, tiny, tiny, tiny steps to get there. And it's, it's going to take time, right? But, yes, do I have, like, concrete goals? Yep, continue the, I think South did a lot of work 
a lot of good, good, good work last year and the year before on like anti-racism and bringing equity to the forefront. So continuing that work with the teachers, continuing that work within the school, what does that actually look like? Um, I think South is also making a, a real effort to put the social emotional needs of, of, of students and of the adults. I think we have very high expectations in this place, but when is it okay to be like, this is too much? You know what I mean? So like putting those needs ahead of everything else. And for me, it's not even ahead of everything else. For me, really the challenge is how do you bring in the academics? Cause it is a school, right? So teaching and learning is at the forefront of what we do along with the social and emotional health. How do we really join those two together? If that makes sense. I think that's the real challenge because I don't believe it should be one or the other. But then for me, it's if you're not mentally okay, how can you focus on academics? Kind of like when I'm hungry, I'm not a nice person to be around, right? No one is. When I'm hangry, you might as well feed me if you want to have a conversation with me. That's all. Um, so like if your basic needs are not being met, how can you then go on to be successful? Um, so those are a couple of the goals. There are some instructional goals, of course, um, which like you all may not really know what they are or what they mean, but one is universal design for learning and one is MTSS, which is a multi-tiered system of support, which are just instructional things that we're trying to get teachers to put in place to ensure that we're helping as many students as we can and not just a select few. So, sorry, long, long wind. I'm very long winded sometimes. No, well said, I'm glad you said that. I'm also a firm believer that success isn't only in the classroom. There are so many routes and ways people can be successful. We shout them out every episode, it feels like, but shout out to New Media Communities, who's helped me specifically and personally in really honing my craft and finding my passion in this whole media creation process. And I think I have a you know, future in there and uh, I could see success in that. Absolutely, aspect. absolutely, and you should. You touched on uh, athletics at South, which I know personally, and I'm sure the guys can agree with me, are a huge part of the culture. Um, have you gotten a chance to go to any sports games, matches, or anything of the sort thus far? I sure have. Um, I was at the opening football game where Brendan was not being nice to the other team. Um, and it was funny because... <laughs> My mom listens to this. <laughs> because... Um, I was with a friend of mine, and um, I was like, oh, hey, that's my buddy Brendan, right? Because that's what I call it, my buddy Brendan. And she was just like, so she looks over at him, and he's in the crowd, and he's just having the time of his life, right? And she goes, all right then. And I was like, I know. I was like, geez. But anyways, um, but yes, I've been to football games last last Friday. What were we at? Volleyball. Our volleyball, volleyball. team. Shout, shout out, by the way. Phenomenal. Our girls' volleyball. Volleyball is so good. So good. They're so good. Um, I had so much fun at that game, um, even though I don't necessarily fully understand all the rules and like like started to like get it as it was going along. Um, I popped into field hockey because they were over there. I saw them just finishing up their practice for cross country. Um, so yeah, I've been around a little bit. I try and stay. I've been to a, I've been to a couple soccer games too. Um, definitely significantly more low key than other stuff. But like one one more kind of goal. But I don't know if it's really. A goal. I mean, it is. Is like we have an identity, right? And our identity, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, is like, even if you take like the two high schools, we're like the academic one, right? Absolutely. Right, so that's, and that's our identity and that's okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it's, when you say 
I graduated from South. I want that to mean something. Um, and, and like, what does it actually mean to be a lion? So like, I know you looked around the room and I'm hoping that you picked up on, like I have the school colors going. I have this awkward line that was left there. Um, but like little things like that, I think we have to develop, not develop, we have to alter kind of what our community means um, and what does it mean to be a lion. Um, I bought the PTSO, I had the PTSO buy like shirts for all of our teachers that I'm sure you've seen. It's just the blue shirt that says like Newton South. But um, you know, like little that nice things. slogan on the back. But that, so that's our motto. Nobody would ever know that. Who knows that though? <laughs> But who knows that? You know who pointed that out to me? Mr. Rinaldi and Mr. Hill. <laughs> right. But I, and I think like, and our, it's so Mr. nice. Do you guys know what our like motto translation? It starts with like Bona, but I don't know what it's after that. Right. Well, I don't know the Latin. I don't actually know what it is in Latin, but the English translation is a good mind is open to all, which is phenomenal. Perfect, like yeah. that's awesome. Right. So that's the stuff that I'm trying to promote. Um, so, I mean, I need everybody's help to be like, how do we celebrate kids in, in that way? And how do we come together with that? connection um but like i'm so ridiculous when it comes to like school stuff like yesterday my husband like got out of the shower and was like oh look i'm representing all your schools he had like the the lion shirt on and he had like a hilly sweatpants <laughs> right so he was like look i support you and i was like all right dear it's because it was free and i gave it to you that <laughs> but yeah yeah i mean that's definitely my biggest goal i'll talk about on the podcast yes. talk with you i think that Newton South, it, it was definitely very difficult, um, you know, with the pandemic, obviously. But obviously, like, look, like, the way I think culture works is you look up to the highest grade, and you look up to the seniors. Yeah. And I think that at least when we were younger, um, the seniors or the upperclassmen um, just didn't do as well of a job as I would have liked at representing our school and representing spirit at the school. And that's something that I've totally tried to change. But, like, as I've realized, you can do it in small pockets, but I think that, you know, totally making an institutionalized change between students, teachers, and you know, admin, faculty, and beyond. It's just like, it's not possible in one year, but no, you can not. you can absolutely make improvements. And yep. um, I just think that when you have spirit and you have things that care, people that care, then it's more fun. Like that's specifically something I've looked for looking at colleges. Like, yes, they care about going to sports teams, but they also care about going to the school. Like they're proud to be yes. an alumni. And yes. I think that's something that you absolutely said about Newton South. like, you should be proud to, you know, yeah. be a Newton South graduate. And it, and should, and it should mean something, right? Yeah. But I do like little things like, my phone case is orange, my water bottle is blue. Like these are intentional things. They may not seem like That's intentional, awesome. but they're intentional. And like every Friday I have so far managed to wear something orange and blue. Just as an FYI, it is now a personal challenge. I already know what my outfit for tomorrow is. I may or may not have purchased orange pants just to wear them tomorrow. But like, and I know that these are little things, but like literally on Fridays you will see me in orange and blue. Um, it adds up though. But that's, and that's my thing, it adds up. Um, and I'm hoping, like you, like you doing said, it someone else, it trickles down. Exactly. It's culture, right? You, and I think you, Brandon, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? Culture doesn't change in a year. It's going to take us time. It's going to be way beyond, like you all will be off to either college or doing whatever you want to do with your life. Um, but it'll happen because change does take time. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that all of you have, have had a good experience so far, at least. Positive change will come. Definitely. I've seen positive change myself. I mean, just going, like, maybe my memory uh, is kind of aging me here, I guess. But <laughs> You're too like, young to say that. Trust me. Trust me. When it hurts to roll out of bed, let me know. Because <laughs> that's the stage of life I'm in, my friend. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. 
right. Um, Sorry, I'm hysterical, no. obviously. <laughs> no worries, no worries. You're good, but I mean, like, going back and going, like, actually getting a chance to go to sports games, soccer games, football games, volleyball, whatever the case, I've seen a huge uh, influx yes. and, and, and just the crowd. They seem enthusiastic. They're actually coming to the games, and that's not what I saw my freshman year. Yeah. I mean, sophomore and junior year, we had COVID, so that's yeah. definitely made a difference there. But I've seen this year specifically, and I think you're like sort of at the forefront of that, Brendan. Yes, you know, he make, is. making that. Thank you. That uh, difference, but yeah, yeah that's nice, that's a nice, huge. Uh, high school. He's rolling <laughs> his eyes at me. I love it. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that you remember what high school that was. I know what your high school was. Waltham High School. I, I remember. I, I'm pretty sure I stared at you quite a bit, snickering to myself. I was like, "That's my representative right there." <laughs> Um, that's, but, yeah, I mean, that's something that I like, like just having a balance. I, no, like, you I can, were having some. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just joking. Uh, no, I agree. And that night, actually, we had over 700 people at the football game, which is phenomenal. Um, and, and I, and I, and I love that. I, I think that we need to continue to encourage to do that. And when I have like administrative meetings with my team, because the team is large, there's like 20 people in the building who are administrators like that. I actually specifically mentioned that, not just for athletics, but for performances. We have our South Stage First Productions coming up like next weekend, actually. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be there to show, and I hope to see other people there, but all I can do is encourage at this point, but I think Brendan is right, where like, it has to start somewhere and it'll trickle down. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm hoping for. That was one of the, like, one of the best moments of, I think, one of the best, like, Something I noticed that I really liked was like Mr. Banks came one of the football games. Yes, he did. Started a defense show with us. That was just awesome. Like I just loved that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I was just like, like he cares. It matters. It, it even matters. if he doesn't, like he showed that he was there and that like it, 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 it means something to the students. Like, oh, like, oh my god, Mr. Banks, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. you get you get it trickled down. I'll be works. I'll be at the homecoming dance on Saturday. Um I unfortunately can't make it to the two o'clock game because I have a baby shower to go to, but I'll be at the homecoming day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you all pitch in when you can, because because I think it's unreasonable to expect one person to do all of it. Um, but when we all pitch in, and we all do little things. You know. Take results, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and going off on your guys' points about these events starting to gain more traction and more people coming out and stuff in the age of, I think some of this is because of obviously stuff opening up after COVID and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so do you, do you guys see this as like an opportunity to like really spark? You said growths, obviously mm -hmm. it takes a while, but do you think now is like a really good time to really start and harness it? I think we're on, I think I'm lucky. I think I'm really lucky because I think I'm coming to South at a, at a time where people are looking for change, um, but they're also ready for it. And I think we're at the precipice of doing something and creating something phenomenal, right? I'm not sure if I know what that something is, but it's like, I can feel it. There's a feeling in the air. Um, and it's almost palpable because like you said, people are craving it because they've been at home yeah. for X amount of time. They haven't had the freedom to do whatever they needed to do. Um, but I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have amazing kids like all of you, but I also have a very shout out to my PTSO president. She is the bomb. Um, she is phenomenal um, and is also helping me, like, and some things are surprises for all of you, so I'm not going to tell you, but she's also helping me brainstorm and create all of these culture things that either got lost in the shuffle because of COVID, people forgot about it, whatever it may be, but that we're slowly trying to revive. Uh, Newton South, this is a podcast, obviously. Newton South, 
students work hard on, on certain, you know, journalistic things. How often do you consume Newton South Media? Um, let's see. I was interviewed a few times before I started the job um, by the Lines of Roar, um, by regular um, just Newton media outlets. But most recently, I just did an interview a couple weeks ago, maybe a little bit more than that, um, for the yearbook. Um, so, yeah, I felt like quite the celebrity because I got a about 150 pictures taken of me, which made me very uncomfortable. But I'm sure Simone will find a wonderful picture of me for the yearbook. But um, yeah, so I was interviewed for the yearbook. Um, so I don't have, I don't, I don't write down every time I do it, but I do do it. Sure. That might be a little bit unfair, Brendan. I mean, because being on the Deneva cast, it doesn't get much better than that. Right. You can't. True. This is true. True. Get much I mean, it's a privilege right here. I'm just saying. It also took you a while to get to me. Just saying. I mean, we were, Ryan's role was know. here like way before. You know, that's a that might be a completely different Denevola discussion, but uh, we love Evan, so. Uh, yeah, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, this has just been on my mind the whole day. Um, what type of music are you into? Genre-specific artists, bands. All right, all right. All good questions. Um, I love. Firstly, I just I love music. Period. I don't know anyone who doesn't. Um, I am definitely one of those people who listens to pop music a whole bunch. Um, I went to. That being said, though, so I grew up in India in the nineties, right? So certain kinds of music came to India a little bit later than it was in the US. So I actually have a fondness for like old country music. So not like the country music they come up with now. Like don't get me wrong. This is not no. I like I'm a Shania Twain, Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton kind of girl. Like I can listen to that stuff all day long. I had a phase when I was like in my early twenties that the doors were like the like like everything in my life I decided that I was going to marry Jim Morrison who had been dead for 30 years at the time um yep I was one of those people um but I would say 80s rock is probably not like not like heavy metal but like rock like queen probably one of my all-time favorites um I was alive all well yeah you all were alive too when Michael Jackson died. Um, but I always said, like, one of the best concerts I've ever been to, I know I sound like I'm, like, 70, right? Um, but one of the best concerts I've ever been to was the Eagles. They're a Hotel California concert um, at um, Patriots Place, Foxwoods. No, not Foxwoods, Foxboro. Um, phenomenal. So I like all kinds of music. This summer I went to Billy Joel. Um, he was awesome. Um, and I remember, like, for me, it, like, makes me smile because when I, like, first moved here, I didn't have enough money to go to his concert. So I used to sit outside Fenway Park and listen to it. So this was the first time that I had the money to go in, and that was kind of nice. Um, but I listened to everything and anything on the radio, whatever is playing. But my go-to, Queen. Perfect. Queen. Yeah, if I could see Freddie Mercury in concert, I would say Elvis Presley and Freddie Mercury were the two, are the two people that I would have given anything to see live in concert. There's there was one thing that you mentioned that I would want not to switch gears that I really That's wanted a, to bring up. Yeah. Well, so you mentioned you're originally from India, right? Mm -hmm. So can you 
get, tell us a little bit more about um, when you came here and what, what that's been like. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. So let's see. I already told you this. Um, youngest of four. I moved here for grad school. So I went to college in India. Um, I finished college in three years because in India you go to college from like Monday through Saturday. Um, so when I was like 20, I was like, all right, um, I guess I'm moving here, right? So I took like my GREs for grad school. Um, I could apply to four schools, I want to say. I don't remember if it was four or six now, um, for free. Like you could send your scores and, and it was free. You didn't have to pay for it. So that's how many schools I applied to because that's how confident I was in my abilities. Um, I did not get into BU, so I hope none of you are planning on going to BU because we still have beef. We still have beef, um, but I got into BC, I got into Northeastern, I got into Northwestern. Oh, wow. Honestly, wanted to go to Northwestern. I would say that was my number one school, but I um, didn't hear back from them until later, and I was already here on a student visa, which is known as an F1 visa for BC specifically. Um, so I moved here my first year. My oldest brother is in Boston. He's currently in Holbrook, Mass, and there's 11 years between us, so he's old. Um, but um, he helped me out a ton, obviously, because he's my big brother. Um, and I lived in grad school housing because I, I don't think he trusted me to live anywhere else, to be completely honest, um, which was ridiculously expensive. Um, in, in, in Brighton, um, on Embassy Road, I'll never forget. Um, my experience at BC was phenomenal. Uh, my first, I will say that it was a culture shock. Not, not socially, it was not a culture shock because I've always kind of been this person. Um, but I would say academically was a culture shock. So in India, there's a lot of tests that you take and there's a lot of exams that you take and that's kind of it. You don't write papers, you don't do anything. That's just not how people learn and or are taught to learn, if you will. Um, so when I first moved here, one of the first courses I had to take was like a, it was like a psychology course because I was here for education and like, I don't talk about my, I never used to talk about my feelings. And so I remember calling my brother who, the other one, not my big brother who I just mentioned, but my other brother who at the time was in Ohio, who's now in Memphis. And I'm like, listen, these people want to talk about my, want me to talk about my feelings and I don't know how to do that. And he's like laughing at me and he was like, she's asking for your opinion on something, just give her your opinion. I was like, but what if it's wrong? Because in India, everything's like right or wrong. And he was like, it's your opinion, it can't be wrong. Um, so that was really hard for me, believe it or not. Just like, like little things like that. I was in a history of education course um, and I had a really, really good professor, but it was a history of education and it was all of the history of education in the US. And I was from India. And so I had no context for what the heck he was saying. Right now, I was smart enough to go and Google, even though like Google was not what it is now and people didn't, I had like a 30 pound like <clears throat> HP laptop because um, I couldn't afford a Mac in those days. But like, so I was smart enough to do that, but there was contextually, there was so much missing because I was not educated here and there was an assumption made that everybody would understand what he was talking about. Um, and that for me, I would say was one of like a pivotal moment in my educational career and what motivated me to teach students who don't speak English as a first language, because even though I spoke English fluently, I had to prove it by the way when I moved here, um, but even though I spoke English, it was still so hard for me to access what he was talking about. And I always go back to that moment and like back to that kid 
who may not speak English as a first language and or maybe an immigrant, which is why they just don't have any background knowledge and why access is so important for kids. And I'll talk and I talk about that over and over again. So that for me was pivotal. Um, I mean, I had many, many struggles with immigration, but that could be a whole other like three podcasts. Um, I do not look fondly upon USCIS, let me tell you that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I got a job. I was actually one of the only immigrants to get a full-time job once I graduated from BC. And the reason I know that is because they actually called me back the following year to sit on a panel for other international students to talk to them about how I got a job. And honestly, it was pure luck. And it was because I could teach chemistry, which was not easy to do. Like, honest, like if I was an English or history teacher, I probably would not have found a job. But it's because my job was pretty specialized and I had a degree in biochemistry um, that I had the ability to, to find a job that was pure luck. And then, yeah, I've always been up kind of in the Merrimack Valley and this is my first job outside of the Merrimack Valley, which is, I was Lawrence, I was Greater Lawrence Tech, Lawrence High School, Haverhill, and then now here. Wow, so you could have easily not even gotten a job and now look where you are now. I could have not gotten a job. Um, they, <laughs> DESE, which is the governing board in Massachusetts for education, like all teachers need to be licensed, administrators need to be licensed, right? Um, when I applied for my license, remember when I said that I did my undergrad in three years? Um, they actually kicked it back to me and said that they accepted my master's degree from Boston College, but there was no proof that I was educated before that. Because it was, I did my degree in three years. Um, <laughs> which, like, as someone who needed a job to stay in this country, I was like, excuse you? Also, like, who are you to tell me I'm not educated? Also, like, I went to BC, which is top 20 for education. Yeah. Like, like if BC, you don't think BC did any like legwork to make sure that I was educated? Like you think they would just let me come in? Which by the way, BC paid for my education. I don't have any student loans. You know what I mean? Um, so it was this fun little story of Desi being like, no, you gotta get your transcripts converted. Converted to what? My transcripts are in English, but sure. Um, so of course they had some company in California. It's all a money making scheme. I had to give them like $500 for them to say that I was educated. And I remember waiting and waiting and waiting. So I finally called the company and the woman on the phone literally laughed and was like, honey, I've been doing this for 17 years and I've never met anybody from, in they do this to people who come from India and China all the time. She's like, I've never met anybody whose degree like is not good enough. So like you have nothing to worry about, which is great, but like I need you to tell me in writing. Yeah. So they finally sent everything over and she was absolutely right. My degree was was not just good enough, it was better than, and I actually had 24 graduate credits over my regular undergrad degree because it was so, the level, the level of rigor and whatever I did there for biochemistry was so high that it, it, it actually matched a grad level course here. So then my first year teaching, I was placed on like, there's like a scale for teachers. It was like a master's plus 15. That summer I got six grad credits because I would get more money and get to a master's plus 30. So yeah, a lot, of, um, a lot of difficulties. And fun fact, this is the only job that I haven't, that once I've accepted, I haven't had to have the awkward conversation of, you need to sponsor my visa for me. Wow. Yeah, so lots of experiences. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't all been easy, but I'm here. Right? And that's what matters. That's what counts. Yeah. 
also, I mean, another another thing going on about how you've climbed the ladder in teaching is, I forgive me if I'm wrong, but I, I think you're the first both female and person of color to be the principal of Newton South. And so... I believe so. Yeah. I am nothing that anyone is familiar with in this community, and that could be a good thing or a bad thing. I'm hoping it's a good thing. Um, and, and I and I and I and I wear that I wear that with honor. Um, I I will say that it, challenges that I've had are mostly around me being a woman more than anything else, at least for me. Um, but. I don't want anybody to think that I didn't like one of the things that like bothers me the most I would say is that people making an assumption that I only got not specifically this job but a job because I'm a woman and a woman of color as opposed to I am qualified to do this and I am going to kill it you know what I mean like and I know that and I know that but I think there is still maybe some thinking that hasn't quite evolved with the times if you please um, but I, I take a lot of pride in that. I take a lot of pride in the fact that I am a woman with a science background, right? With, and, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a person of color, and I think that all of those are super advantages. Um, and I think representation is super important. So the fact that I can connect with kids that other people may not be able to connect with, I think is huge. Um, and like I said, it's, We'll, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully I do a good job. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't been easy to get here, but I'm pretty determined and, and ambitious, so I'm proud to be here. Sure. That just speaks to your perseverance and, and dedication <laughs> Thank to, you. to get to this point. Um, you mentioned that it's, it's your background may you know, come off as good or bad, mm-hmm. but I don't think, like you said earlier, it doesn't have to be either. It's new. It's new. It's new and it's different, mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, it's new and it's different. And I'm I'm like I'm psyched. Like I'm really excited to yeah. be here. Um and excited to do good for like kids that you know, that I have and I'm like passionate about that. Yeah. Definitely a brush of fresh air. Um yeah. to have some just like light and energy in the said community. Yeah. Thank is, you. Which I know that we're all appreciative in yeah, the schools as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I hope we're all coming to the wind block that I'm doing next week, I think. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. If you listen to this podcast, hopefully it'll be out by then. Um, go to the wind block. Um, you can ask even crazier questions than this. You can ask whatever you want. Uh, you should. I can't promise that I'll answer all of them, but you can ask whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> Speaking of wind block, yes. uh, wind block is wrapping up. Yes. Um, and this, this whole schedule that this school has made. Yeah. Um, it's wrapping up. So uh, we like to do this thing called the Geezer Report. He's Aiden Geezer. His brother did the podcast before, so okay. tie it back. Uh, what do you got for the Geezer Report this week, Aiden? Explain what it is quickly before you... Uh... You know, so usually for this, uh, he coined the phrase, believe me, not me. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we usually just try to highlight uh, an individual or a group who's kind of underappreciated and doing great things in the South community. And today I'd love to deflect that to you. And maybe you... I know you've shouted out a bunch of people already, but if there's anyone that you'd give... Some special love to. Um, so many people to give special love to. Um, I am tremendously lucky to have a. You know, we talked earlier about like the differences in the job, um, and I think one of the reasons that I don't have to worry about the minutia as much is because I have a group of very competent people around me. Um, 
I can't say enough things about Mr. Williams. He is a quiet man. Um, he's, he's unassuming, um, but he's phenomenal at what he does. Um, my administrators are fantastic. Um, I've had some really supportive parents who've gone out of their way to send me like super nice emails, which believe it or not, I usually don't get nice emails. They're not so nice emails. So every time a nice one comes along, that's phenomenal. Um, you know, Dr. Turner over at North um, has been a really, really good friend to me. Um, I don't know, superintendent, assistant superintendent, Mr. Romer has been phenomenal, supportive. Uh, Dr. Fleischman was here yesterday and he like loved it and went to central office and was like, oh my God, I love the energy there. And she already knows most, you know what I mean? So like people have just been phenomenally supportive. Um, and just, but honestly, I'm telling you, I'll just, I'm going to go back to like two days ago when kids started to recognize me. I was like, yes, um, because everything that I do ultimately is for, for all of you. Every conversation that I have is grounded in and rooted in, is this good for kids? Um, and if it's not that I'm not interested, um, and I, you know, I, I believe in supporting teachers to support kids, but ultimately it is about what is good for you. So I don't know. I can't shout out one person, but I, I, you know what? Let me shout out my husband. I don't know. I, I, he's like, he's, he's so, he's supportive of my ambition. And I don't think that that always happens and or is necessary. And he's picked up a lot of slack at home. Um, mind you, he's like fully gainfully employed, is an architect, um, you know, did TD Garden, the new opening and all of that. Um, very successful in his own right. Um, but he's, we've put a lot of life plans on hold so that I can be successful in my career. And if I didn't have his support, I don't think that I would be here. And that's really important too. So family wise. Awesome. Him and, you know, my two cats and the dog, because they're equally important. <laughs> but yeah, and cats are better than dogs in case anyone was wondering. Oh. <laughs> we have two cats and a dog. That's where the podcast takes a turn right there. I know, right? <laughs> it, was going, it was going so well. No. It was I'm, so I'm, well I'm, until I said that. I'm neither, I'm neither a dog nor a cat person. I'm, I don't like, I'm not the biggest fan of animals, but uh, whatever. Okay, that, okay. No. <laughs> Just no. Animals are wonderful. But anyways, we'll have a conversation about get, that uh, yeah, that's, at that's a later my, date. That's my rain on the pod. over. Yeah, don't put that. Don't put that on there. <laughs> no, animals. Animals are wonderful. But yeah, for sure. I don't think I have any other either. Sports. You have a reads report. You got anything? I mean, I got one. Let's go. Her. She's sitting right in front of us. <laughs> we're, we're all so excited to have you, you here. And thank you. I know this is the first time I've talked to you, and yeah. just radiate so much positive energy. And we're thank so excited you. to. Have I. You. Thank you so much. I, 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 I feel this. I'm really happy to have you, have all of you here, and to know somebody else besides Brendan. Because it, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, <laughs> all right. I got one final geese report. Okay. Shout out the senior class office. Uh, they were able to put on the homecoming. It hasn't happened yet, but by the time this podcast is out, it will happen. So they able to do a homecoming um, pretty early on to the year. They made up for the lack of semi last year. Mm-hmm. And they did it through having like, new people come in there. So good job, class office. I won't be at the homecoming, but I know you have a it'll be fun. I'll it'll run, be fun. I'll run fast just for all of you people yes. over there. Yes, do it. Run fast for us. It's going to be awesome, um, and I'm and I'm excited that they were able to pull all of that off. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'll never say no if it's for the kids, as long as it's within reason and doesn't hurt anybody. All right. All right. I have another meeting waiting for me, but right. let's do this again sometime. Yeah. All right. Denebacast is out.